Uh, hi, this is Jerome Gilmartin, JMJ Catholic Radio, bringing local and EWTN Catholic programming to northeastern and central Pennsylvania. And now, let's listen to the My Jesus Mercy program with Joe Grady. Joe? Thank you, Jerry, as always, for a kind introduction. As truly, I am humbled, really, and blessed to air with you usually every other Friday from 3 to 4 o'clock, and this is the hour of great mercy, the most powerful hour of the day when his mercy triumphs over his justice. As the Father's heart melted in seeing his only begotten Son empty himself out completely as a fountain of mercy for the whole world, the pure gift intended to save the world but spurned, unfortunately, by many. So the Most Holy Trinity will never, beloved, never violate our free will. This is our ultimate gift of freedom. And so we beg our Lord, we plead with him, help us always by his grace to answer that call We choose that our will be in union with his will, that we will always choose love, choose mercy, which is the full essence of life itself, the true and ultimate meaning of mercy, of divine mercy. So, beloved, we are 2,887 days into the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary to the glory of the Most Holy Trinity. This would be First Friday, We'll be airing with you, and we ask the Sacred Heart of Jesus to have mercy on us and on the whole world. As I'm gazing upon our Lord right now, from the city of God of Mary's land to the city of Mary in Neapokalana, asking him to take into his heart all your cares, all your desires, and to fulfill your every wish that will be in communion with his will. And some who have asked prayers of us, I'm going to pray for my sister Mary, who is going to be living in assisted living and for her health. I'm going to pray for Nathan's discernment to the Holy Priesthood. I give a big congratulations for the 10th wedding anniversary of Matthew and Jessica Nickel, who are the caretakers of the Divine Mercy Farm, which is a part of the City of God on Mary's land. I want to pray for our good brother Jimbo and all his intentions. I pray for our friend down in Florida, Carl, Carl for his health, for his uh, for financial needs, and he has asked prayers also for his brother-in-law. Uh, who is missing in the Philippines. So please pray for his brother-in-law. We send the holy angels out to protect him, to guide him, to bring him home to his loved ones. We're also going to pray for Michael Chiburka, who is deceased. So we say for Michael and for his beloved wife, Carol Marie, dear friends of our ministry. For Michael, we say, O blood and water, which gush forth from the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us. I trust in you, O blood and water, which gush forth from the heart of Jesus, 
as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you, O blood and water which gush forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Also, I'm going to pray for Dot Russell, the repose of Dot Soul, another member of our beloved family of mercy who has gone home to God. I guess as we get older, I'm going to more and more funerals each day. And uh, we know that this is our inevitable journey to our Father's house. Yes, we have a sorrow. And we ask God's mercy and consolation for the family members. But we have a holy envy for the gift of the faithfulness of these souls. So we pray. For dot of blood and water, which gush forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Of blood and water, which gush forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Of blood and water, which gush forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Okay, beloved, and we are honored to pray with you this day also in this hour of great mercy to pray the chaplet of the divine mercy. And remembering, in praying the chaplet of the divine mercy, we receive a superabundance of grace. Praying for this intention exclusively. Now, yesterday, I was down in the South Jersey area, right on King's Highway, the location of the notorious abortion killing center. But it was a pure gift from Jesus, our merciful King, to once again pray with our beloved family of life. I haven't seen these good folks probably in a year, year and a half. So I want to give a shout out to them and so many more who are always there. Carol, Michael, Larry, um, uh, who, uh, Claire, Claire, who heads up the team there from the helpers of God's precious infants, Bob, Jim, Sally, and so many more who are out there praying. And it was a very interesting day for me out there praying with the beloved family of life. There was a young man I encountered. His name was Dismay. He dropped off his wife to have an abortion. And in the back of his car, he had this beautiful baby girl, maybe about two years old. And as I approached him, I asked him, pleaded with him to go into the abortion mill, retrieve his wife, save his baby. And this may, the encounter was kind of unbelievable. I say the fellow was maybe about 25 years of age, maybe 30 at the most. And he seen my shirt that I wear, as many of you have know, as a divine mercy image. And he said to me, um, "Who's that on your shirt?" I said, "Well, that's Jesus Christ, who is Lord." You know. And he says, "I've heard of him, but I don't really know much about him." So I said, well, if you just give me a couple minutes, I'll tell you about him. He said, you know, uh, my wife is in there, and 
I'm so afraid, and fear gives way to evil. I'm so afraid with all that is going on in this world. I feel and sense a great evil. I said, well, it is. This building right here is killing millions over the past 25 years, if not more, that you're sensing that evil. I guess this is the most evil thing on the face of the earth, which gives way to so many more evils that are intense. So don't be a part of that. And that fear will dissipate from your heart. So we had all the beloved praying for dismay. And we don't know whether he went back in or not because there's two entrances into this killing center. But pray that he had, by God's grace, the courage to go back in there to bring his wife and his child out to protect both of our lives. And that he will find a way. We had given him literature to call us for anything that he might need. Uh, young ladies were there always trying to help the women to have the real choice, and that choice is life. So we asked you to pray for dismay in his family. But I guess we were startled that someone of his age, or maybe I shouldn't be startled, didn't really know who Jesus Christ was, had to ask, like, well, who, who are you wearing, you know, on your shirt? And it's a witness, beloved. It's a witness wearing an image of our Lord, especially the divine mercy image, in a sense it doesn't make me any holier than anyone else. But remember in the words our Lord told to St. Faustina, that if anyone will just lovingly gaze upon this image, they will never see the fires of hell. So with that in mind, I want to give that opportunity to souls that they will see Jesus. They will gaze upon him. Maybe you ask a question like this may ask, who, who is that? Who, who are you bearing on your chest? You know, people don't hesitate to bear uh, tattoos of uh, evil or Satan or T-shirts of evil and Satan. They don't hesitate to do something like that. But why would we hesitate to bear the image of our Lord to give hope to souls? Part of evangelizing, opening up a, if you will, a heart to receive the heart of Christ, to allow that soul to experience a great gift in his life, a gift that will last for all eternity and just not exist in the world, but by giving our hearts to Christ, living in this world. So let's pray that chapel of divine mercy now for all the different dismays who might be out there, who might not know Christ, who might be in the throes of great anxiety of the future for their family, but allowing them to be aware that this evil that you are sensing in your being, you're now becoming a part of. And that's a choice that you do not want to make because it is a choice that you will regret for the rest of your life. So we say, 
you expired, Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth for souls and an ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world, a fount of life, unfathomable divine mercy. Envelop the whole world, empty yourself out upon us, a blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you, a blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you, a blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you in you. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all of humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell the third day. He rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven, sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Eternal Father, I offer to you the body and blood, soul, and divinity of our dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and on the whole world, eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion have mercy on us, 
adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorn the whole world, eternal Father. I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world, eternal Father. I offer to thee the body and blood, soul and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and on the whole world, eternal Father. I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us. Endure the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. 
have mercy on us and adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and adorn the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and adorn the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and adorn the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and adorn the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless, and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, look kindly upon us, increase your mercy in us, that in difficult moments we might not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your most holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you, Jesus. I trust in you, Jesus. I trust in you. And thank you, Jesus, for dying for our sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Continue in that mode of prayer, beloved. We will now pray 33 times that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Eternal Father. From our poor hearts, let us make reparation for the greatest insult of our age, the outright denial that Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of the Father, has been rejected by a very wicked and perverse generation. It is in this rejection that all hell has broke loose on this earth in every aspect of life. It touches deeply and especially into the moral fiber of a nation which claims it is one nation under God by the grace of God. This nation is still in existence. How much longer? Well, that's up to his providence, but could be rectified very easily by taking the Ten Commandments to prove that we love God and living those Ten Commandments. Are we sinners? Do we fall short of the glory of God? Yes. The gravity of our sins would decrease into very mild venial sin, if any sin at all, maybe just bad habit but not the outright rejection of Jesus Christ and the assault upon the precious gift of life that he has given to us through abortion, euthanasia, transgender mutilation. I can go down the laundry list. And it all is because we have rejected Jesus Christ, who is the Lord of our lives, the Lord of the universe the Lord and the King of Nations. 
So from our hearts, beloved, let us pray 33 times to make this reparation. We say, Jesus Christ is Lord. 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 And every knee shall bow in the heavens, on the earth, and under the earth. And every tongue shall proclaim to the glory of God the Father that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, beloved, 13 times we pray this prayer, come, Holy Spirit, come by means, the powerful means of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. So, beloved, let us humble ourselves and plead with the Holy Spirit to come down from on high to renew the face of the earth, this pure gift to our beloved, blessed mother, his well-beloved spouse, this promise of her immaculate heart to triumph. As Pope Benedict XVI said, God rest his soul. It is to the glory of the most holy trinity. So this is heaven's plan that her immaculate heart will triumph. Now we, every time we're with you, we track the days. We say it's 2,000 as today, 887 days into the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Now, into it means it is in progress, coming to the point where all the ills of our holy church and all the ills of our culture are being brought to the forefront by Our Lady. They must be exposed to be healed that all will come to the understanding that Jesus Christ is Lord. And if we do love him as we claim or trust him as we claim in this nation, then we must keep his commandments, not suggestions. His commandments, it has dire effects upon our soul in this finality. 
right? First three commandments, love of God. Last seven commandments, love of neighbor. We place them together, right? We have the fullness of the image and the likeness of God, the whole man that is God's will to come back to the Father's house. That is what God has willed for every man. But again, he will not infringe on our free will. We make the choice whether we want to live or to die. As it says in Deuteronomy, choose life that you may live. So we pray, come, Holy Spirit, come by means of a powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. And now we're going to turn it over to Jerry for the station ID. You're listening to the My Jesus Mercy Program with Joe Grady on 104.5 FM Scranton and Wilkesbury, 90.9 FM Laceyville, 91.7 FM Dushore, and 91.9 FM Hudsdale, Altoona, and the State College area in central Pennsylvania. Back to you, Joe. Okay, thank you, Jerry. And thank you one and all for listening to our program and praying with us, praying from the heart trying to spare our nation, spare our world of the dire grief that it has entered into. And, you know, it's just that simple when our Lord says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And those commandments are not burdensome, as St. John tells us. If we ask for God's grace and the light and wisdom of Holy Mother the Church, guided by the Holy Spirit, we will see behind every rule and regulation, okay, that it is for our benefit. Right? God has wired us to worship. 
but to worship someone, not something. And with that reality, right, obedience is paramount. And what drives that obedience? Well, that comes from a meek and a humble heart, not a weak heart, a meek and humble heart that is made like unto Jesus' heart, right? So the Father sends the Son into the world to save the world because he so loved the world. But he so loved the world to show us the way back to the Father's house. You know, when he said to Philip, if you see me, you see the Father. Okay, so I'm giving you the example of who the Father is, who lives within me and I in him. Right? So that's whom you are seeing, Philip. Even the Lord said, like, all right, if you don't want to listen to my words, well, my actions. See the different miracles that I have performed for you. And the greatest miracle is the salvation of a soul. That's why we must bear witness to the world, beloved, that Jesus Christ is Lord. We offer, we don't beat them over the head with it, but we offer them the gift that God has given to us. He's given us the grace and the faith to understand that he is the ultimate reality of our lives. And if we hunger and we thirst after righteousness, who he is, then we will have our fill. Then we will come to the understanding that Jesus Christ is Lord. Not man, not any governments, but that Jesus Christ is Lord. And if he is the Lord of our lives, then we will seek to please him by keeping his commandments. And that is our act of our will, our free will, that we love him. Okay, and we're going to, speaking about love, we're going to pick up on that right now in our retreat. I believe in love, the way of Father John of the Heart of Jesus. You know, this book, again, accentuates, highlights the life of the little flower and her little way of trusting in the mercy of God. And as you know, I am blessed to add from the, divine, from the diary, Divine Mercy in My Soul, our Lord Jesus' words to St. Faustina. And in prominence now also during the course of our time, because I know the word I seen or reflected on the last time is abandonment. And that abandonment is to his will, right? If you will, surrendering, right? At times, you know, we get so tired maybe battling with ourselves or battling with family members or battling with neighbors. We just want to surrender to our Lord, right? And ask him to help us in all these battles that we put on Jesus, that we can abandon ourselves to him and allow the world to experience in us a great change, like, oh, what's come over him or what's come over her? Well, it's Jesus has come through us. So we're living and working, right, 
in the realm of God, not the realm of man. And when we operate in God's realm, then peace will be secured in our hearts and in our lives, in the lives of our family, our friends, our neighbors. Okay, so let us open now to I Believe in Love, Father John. So he says, finally, it is in abandonment that our great desires find their perfect fulfillment. I spoke to you of the splendid passage from little Therese, where she says that she would have liked to enlighten souls as did the prophets and the doctors to encircle the earth and announce the gospel into the remotest islands to have been a missionary since the creation of the world and to be one until the consummation of the world who have suffered all martyrdoms. She finds the means to realize all that by being the love in the heart of the church, her mother. And this holy mother of the church, as you've probably heard it referred to many times, is holy because it's of God. It's the church that Jesus Christ died for. He shed his precious blood for. And, and being in the heart of the church is humbly submitting, abandoning ourselves to God's will. And how was she the love in the heart of the Holy Church? By living in complete conformity with the will of God, who is nothing but else but love itself. You hear that in the diary, Divine Mercy, My Soul, right? Who is God? Faustine says, He is love and He is mercy itself. And when we abandon ourselves to God, right? If we seek out His kingship over us, then we will know who He is. And then He will transform us into who He is if we turn our free will over to him because then we find beloved the ultimate freedom not the bondage of the tyrant of Satan and his world of death and destruction because then we know that he has come to give us life and to give it to the full when we abandon our free will over to him to live with abandonment is to reach discover a perfect harmony in God. For, after all, it is God, it is Jesus who writes all the lines, all the words, and all the letters of our lives. It is striking to see how the sanctity of all the saints is consummated in total abandonment. All their efforts, all their prayers, all the lights which they have received from heaven have led them to this. When our Lord makes our reproach, when our Lord makes some reproach to the saints, to St. Gertrude, St. Margaret Mary, for example, it is most often their lack of abandonment which he laments. 
The latter, shortly before her death, Margaret Mary, wrote that she had finally understood what he expected of her when he said to her, let me do it. His sacred heart, she wrote, will do everything for me if I let him. That's it, right? Hungering and thirsting after righteousness. That's a challenge that might offer out. I know pretty much preaching to the choir here, but maybe there are some new listeners who will come in wondering what is this program, My Jesus Mercy, all about. Well, it's all about abandoning ourselves to the mercy of God, not to the justice of God, but to the mercy of God. Is his justice a real attribute? Most assuredly, it is. That's what we will experience. That's what we will face if we reject his mercy. If we decide to do things our way, not his way. But when we do things his way, then that righteousness, who he is, becomes a part of us. And then joy and peace life becomes the ultimate part of who he is within us. Like St. Margaret Mary, you may hear Jesus a hundred times a day saying to you, let me do it. In your difficulties, in your problems, in all those things in your daily life, which are sometimes so difficult, so distressing when you ask yourself what shall I do how shall I do it listen to him saying to you let me do it and then answer him oh Jesus I thank you for all things and it will be the most beautiful dialogue of love between a soul and the all powerful all loving God you know the Vatican Fathers stressed that each day we are to call upon the Holy Spirit for wisdom. And truly, that's what the world is devoid of, wisdom. Because if it did call out to him for wisdom each day, we would come to that comprehension that Jesus Christ is Lord and Lord of our lives in every aspect of our life, not just, well, be compartmentalizing him and you can have this part of my life Lord but I got this I have to control this part and that part no if we give it all to him then he gives us a hundredfold in return remember the question was asked I believe it was from Peter well Lord we left this person that person we left this thing that thing and he says you'll you receive a hundredfold and even in the next life. So it's moving from grace to grace. It's what God has intended for each and every soul. If they would only abandon themselves to his love. Right? Again, not to his justice, to his love. And let him do everything. Surrender everything to God. And if anyone would like a copy of that Surrender Novena, I would be more than happy to send that to you and just give me a call. You can call me toll free 866-448-MARY or 
448-6279-570. I would be happy to send that out to you. Little Therese came in this way to the point of no longer having any other desire than to love Jesus to the point of foolishness. I desire neither suffering nor death, yet I love both. But it is love which alone attracts me. Now it is abandonment alone which guides me. I have no other compass. Because when you trust Jesus, you will abandon him. You will abandon all things to him. And you will see a great blessing come upon your lives. You know, the challenge that he offers to us, right? Because he is the truth. And when he speaks to us, he is speaking the truth to us. Right? So hunger, thirst after his righteousness. Allow him, beloved, to give you your full. That's what he will do. He will fill you up with his love that your dependency will be totally upon him. My heart is full of the will of Jesus, Therese said. Ah, uh, if my soul were not already filled with his will, if it had to be filled by the feelings of joy and sadness which allow each other which which follow each other so quickly, it would be a tide of very bitter sorrow. But these alternatives do nothing but brush across my soul. I always remain in a profound peace which nothing can trouble. If the Lord offered me the choice I would not choose anything. I want nothing but what he wants. It is what he does that I love. I acknowledge that it took me a long time to bring myself to this degree of abandonment. Now I have reached it. For the Lord took me and put me there. And that's an abandonment even in itself, beloved. If we, Ah, well, she was a great saint. I can't do this. Well, just try. Just try each day to abandon yourself to the will of God a little more each day. And don't think about it. Don't press it. Because the accuser of our brothers will constantly say, well, the Lord hasn't answered your every desire he must not be the Lord of your life. How can you trust him? These are the words that he will enter into our minds and discourage us. But we cannot be discouraged because he is the Lord of opportunity. And an opportunity is that of loving him and abandoning our will to him and finding out who we are in Christ Jesus. Yes, I ask the Lord to take you also and to put you there in the depths of his heart, St. Therese says. The simple, the simple abandonment 
is the peak of holiness, the peak of love. When St. Saint Teresa of Avila in the interior castle speaks of the spiritual marriage, the culminating point of the mystical life, she depicts it as a union of likeness and charity. Such is the ineffable ardor with which the soul desires the will of God be accomplished in them that they are equally satisfied with everything which is which it pleases the divine spouse to command. You know, we hear that Jesus is the bridegroom of our soul. So here that the church is the bride of Christ, right? Well, we are the church. We are part of his mystical body. So that mystical union that he wants with us when we offer to him our bodies, our souls, our minds, that he fills them with his desires, which only can bring us the ultimate joy. And practically speaking, what does abandonment consist? It consists of seeing the will of God in all that creatures and events present to you. It is, according to St. Francis de Sales, who is excellent as a spiritual director, to be found in a disposition of asking nothing and to refuse nothing. Obviously, we must reason and judge. We must foresee, make our plans, and act as if all depended on us. I, ins I insist upon this because abandonment is neither quietism nor fatalism. If you have a problem to resolve, you must inform yourself. Get to know well the given aspects of the problem. Study them. Seek the best solution and follow it. If you are sick, you must call the doctor and follow his prescription in order that no one shall have anything for which to reproach you. You must at least be in total goodwill. Now, the goodwill today has become, unfortunately, man's overbearing and replacing or believing to replace God. As you've heard me say before, uh, as I spoke about, like, you know, idolatry, even in our, when voting, say, for somebody who's going to give us the best health care, uh, the most profit, the most bang for our buck. Well, that's not reality. Reality is that Jesus is a divine healer. We respect doctors. We know the good that comes out, but we do not make them the end all because Jesus is the divine healer. But we follow through, as St. Francis de Sales says, with reasonable, uh, like, say, options to what might be the cause of an illness and pray and ask God to send us to the proper doctor 
we will respect everything we cherish inside our Catholic faith. So you see, beloved, there's the reasoning that we need today in a culture that has been seduced, unfortunately, by Satan and his ways and his death and his destruction. We must devote ourselves to doing all that we have to do with the greatest fidelity, the greatest generosity, notwithstanding, of course, all our weaknesses. We could, for we can never say, I have done it all, I have done all that I could. Who can say this besides Mary? We always could have done more. But finally, our task is to have worked with all our goodwill in spite of our state of misery, without ever forgetting besides that Jesus is there to carry us. And having acted this way with him, we must never worry over the results. If he wills an apparent failure, I say apparently failure, for a failure willed by God is not a real failure. All is well. Thank you, Jesus. You know, St. Maximilian Kolbe also said, if we desire a great work and it will never come to pass in the eyes of God that it has, for the desire for good always comes from God. Whether it is accomplished in this life or not, we're not to reason or not to worry or to fret, but to give all to him and to know that he will bring all good out of all things that we desire. Well, beloved, we are just about out of time. And as that last sign said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you give to us, a grateful heart. And I want to thank Jerry, who is always there with us, to help us and guide us on this journey through our program, My Jesus Mercy. And we say glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Abandon yourself, beloved. For God so loves you. Amen. And thank you, Jerry. You're welcome, Joe. God bless. God bless you, too.